Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me is always, well, just, you know, still, Mauer's still gone. But feature. Hello, Internet. And then there's you. What's going on? What's going on? And then I whispered. What the hell is going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, baby Huey, what's going on? No ASMR, baby Huey. Okay. No. Oh, God. Baby Huey ASMR would get a channel shut down pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that anymore. How you, how you doing? Stop. 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 All right. Feach, uh, I, I mean, Mauer's still with Late Shift. I don't know. You're going to have to... It's on you now at this point. I'm done with it. Uh, I've washed my hands clean of that situation. I'm not I'm not talking to him about that. He's gotta <laughs> he's gotta pull himself up by the bootstraps and, and, and work that one out. I mean he tried. But late shift just grabbed him right back. That's 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 that addictive nature of late shift. And now he understands. <laughs> well, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Yes. Yeah, we got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, honestly, with all the clickbaity stuff, okay. Let me just let me just let me just let me break this down for a second. Forget the clickbait, Learn. the three clickbait ones. We all know the DC fandom happened just recently, <laughs> and there's a lot of things to talk about. But the news doesn't stop for fandom, so we've got other things that we need to talk about as well. So the way that we're going to handle this is that essentially this week we're going to get two news shows. This one, we're going to talk about some of the news that we got from DC Fandom, but there's still some Marvel and other things that are going on as well. Uh, and then the Friday show, we're going to talk about the major parts. So when you're wondering, why are we not talking about the new Batman trailer? Why are we not talking about Wonder Woman or Suicide Squad? All the big things that you would expect to hear in this show, we're going to talk about on that one so we can give it as, no, the, as much time as it deserves instead of just rattling off, hey, this is a thing that happened. What'd you think, Huey? You like it? All right, cool. Next thing. So we want to really be able to dive into that. So so today we're going to just talk about some of the other stories, the other things that have happened over the last week, uh, where Friday is going to be specifically about the biggest announcements from DC fandom. So keep that in mind. Friday, 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 Friday. Friday. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's just jump right into comics like we tend to do. And let's talk about, I think, as far as comics are concerned, because with DC fandom, um, well, you know, maybe, maybe should we go into Marvel first? Now, nah, whatever. Let's just start with this. So with DC fandom, there was not a lot of comic news. That was the weirdest part about it. That does seem pretty weird. It was, it was weird. For a comic book convention, like a digital comic book convention, it was really more about the TV shows and movies more than anything else. Now, this was just part one of part two. September part two is coming around, and maybe there's going to be more stuff about you know the three Jokers or 5G or whatever the other DC events that were supposed to happen that probably won't at this point. Or I would love for the, like a representative of AT&T or Warner Brothers to be there like, so this was that bloodbath you heard all about. <laughs> just yeah. give me the play-by-play on the bloodbath. That's what I really want from the, from the September one. I think 5G is dead. 
Well, no, it hasn't gotten here yet, and I'm still wondering if my phone will be compatible with it. <laughs> All right, if I get one more 5G cellular network joke, I swear. <laughs> you're, you're banned from the show for two episodes. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. If I get one more of these jokes, don't you dare. Features is like, I'm going to make one more and sign out. <laughs> I'm going to lean into my mic. Yeah, he's, Features is, I'm just, at this point, this is more like a filibuster. I'm just continually talking to keep Features from making this joke. <laughs> Look at him. He's so he, ready he, to he go. Ready. All right, make your joke. Uh, I know, it's, it's not, it's not there yet. Uh, I need the perfect Neither was the first strike. one, but it didn't stop you. <laughs> this is true. It's kind of like a drop call. All right, well, let's talk about the only, <laughs> not the only, but the biggest comic news that came from fandom before we talk about some Marvel stuff. Uh, let's talk about Milestone Comics, or Milestone Media, as it's now called. But uh, Milestone, that was, that was pretty big when it came out in the 90s. Milestone was a, was a huge deal. Milestone was an imprint of, of DC that was uh, focused entirely on black characters. So that's where we got Static Shock. That's where we got Icon. Um, there was a, a, a bunch more, but those were like the big heavy hitters, especially mm-hmm. Icon. Yeah, well, I mean, Icon was a heavy hitter in a sense of, like, power in, yeah. in his creation, but I think... He was Superman. Yeah, pretty he, much. He was, but, he was their Superman. Well, I think the most popular of, of the two was probably Static Shock. Oh, 100%. Especially mm. with the animated show, 100%. Yes. Although I do miss the original Static Shock look, which yeah. I hope that's what they go with, with bringing back Milestone. Remember when he had the hat with the X on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had, it almost looked like a ski mask as far yeah. as the, the, the face coverings, I guess. Is that what we call it? I don't know. Anyway, I like that static, so it'll be interesting to see if they go back to that. But um, this, is, this, this could be very big. And one of the coolest things that they talked about when they were talk, uh, bringing up the fact that Milestone is coming back and a little teaser for later on is they were, it's going to be called Milestone Media because they want to do more than just necessarily the comics. So there's going to be a digital imprint first. So it's going to be a bunch of digital books first. And they're going to, leading up to it, slowly release older Milestone books, re-release them, and then it's going to open up with a Static Shock book. Uh, and then we'll start getting other characters down the line. Um, but... What's cool is they also want to branch out into things like podcasts. They want to branch out uh, the DC animated movies that we're so used to and, and that are so beloved. They want to make a milestone version uh, of one of those uh, movies as well, which is really cool. I would love, I'd love to see this grow because it, feel, it feels like it never really had a chance to survive. Like Everything kind of got moved into DC real quick. Like Vertigo had a chance to really become something before it kind of was absorbed by bigger DC. Milestone never feel like it had that. Yeah, no, I, I I can agree with that. I think Milestone had a, a really decent buzz in the beginning, and then somewhere along the line, it just kind of fizzled. Yeah, and it's not that it, it even fizzled, because it had very, very popular characters. I believe where I saw the documentary, it's not really a documentary, but do you remember the, I think it was, was it Robert Kirkman's Hidden World of Comics or something like that? AMC had, I think it was three episodes. And I think it was called like the Hidden World of Comics or something along those lines. If you get a chance, look it up. It's I know you can buy it on iTunes, uh, but it was it was an AMC uh, original for a little bit. They were doing like a, like Eli Roth did a horror movie three episode breakdown thing, and they were going to do an action movie and a sci fi movie one with like Ridley Scott stuff. Uh, so they did one with comics with Kirkman, and Kirkman did a whole uh, Black Voices was one of the episodes and they talked a lot about milestone it was pretty dope it was a really really good uh uh, episode 
Uh, it's also where I learned a lot about Wonder Woman, when the, like that whole crazy backstory of what created Wonder Woman, which I've, we've talked about before on the show, right? Yes. It's called Robert have. Kirkman's Secret History of Comics. Secret History of Comics. Yeah, worth your time. It's very, very cool. It's very different than a lot of the other comic um, documentaries I've seen. Uh, worth your time, but that's cool. So let's, let's move on from there. Let's talk about <laughs> Rob Liefeld. And uh, wow, do, I don't- Do we have to? Well, you, you say that like you don't like Rob Liefeld. You don't like Rob Liefeld? I mean, just because of Deadpool. That's about it. And, and his impact on Image, his impact on Marvel. I mean, he's not a small guy by any means. Well, he is small. C- cable? He's physically small. <laughs> he's very tiny. Yeah, but you're also eight <laughs> foot eight. Like, if you're the jolly green giant, everybody's small. I am 6'3", thank you very much. <laughs> That's my point. Is that You look down on everyone. <laughs> Large and in charge. You're the most unathletic NBA player I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those guys are like eight foot. Nah, um, anyway, point Sean being Bradley. is that we got, what's up, Feach? I said, nah, that, I still give that to Sean Bradley. <laughs> Although, if there was a Sean Bradley on this podcast, it would be Baby Huey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've, I, the fact that I understood the Sean Bradley reference, I'm very proud of myself right now. Uh, that is an old 76ers player. <laughs> very tall, <laughs> old 76ers player. You can make the make the joke. Also, it's, it's JoJo right now, right, Feach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you lost me on that one. I don't even know what you just said. Joel Embiid. Ah, yeah. No, still yeah. don't. Still don't know. Uh, anyway, go back into Rob Liefeld, the man, the man with no hands or feet. Um, Rob Liefeld was originally going to be somebody who was tasked to redo some of the characters from Heroes Reborn. Heroes Reborn features what's Heroes Reborn? So Heroes Reborn was stemmed from. Uh... This very large crossover event dealing with the X-Men uh, called Onslaught, where Professor X and Magneto kind of form together mentally and psionically, creating uh, the character Onslaught, which then went on a tire, like rampage, destroying things, and it brought all the heroes together from all the communities, the X-Men, the Avengers, Spider-Man, all, the, all your favorites. Um, and in order to defeat him, they had to jump inside him yeah (laughs) they really did like they had to jump inside him and pretty much absorb the psionic energy so the first thing they did was uh they wiped the incredible hulk's mind who was at the time banner hulk so they wiped him and returned him to savage hulk so he just like smashed a whole hole through on like suppressed banner right yes but um he smashed a hole through onslaught's uh armor releasing a psionic energy and the heroes uh doing the most noble thing they could do was jump inside and sacrifice themselves absorbing that psionic energy and in the midst of all this franklin richards who decided you know i don't want it to end like this just because that's what little babies do at the time he just created a world and or an entire universe inside of his his basketball and that was the Heroes Reborn universe. Features, so this is the opportune time for you to say that word that you never say right, but you could right now. Oh, ex machina. Boom. <laughs> 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 that was Franklin Richards in a shell. Um, Here, Heroes Reborn, before Heroes Reborn, nobody at Marvel was selling if you weren't the X-Men or Spider-Man. So their goal was, let's kill everybody. Mm-hmm. and then uh, bring them all back a little bit later, which is what Heroes Reborn was, but it was supposed to be a modern version of all of their origins, very, uh, um, vis-a-vis, what, the Ultimate Universe? 
Yes. Uh, kind of, yeah. It's like a, this pre-Ultimate Universe. Remember Hawkeye had the very Wolverine-looking costume? It was brown yeah. and, and yellow, and he had the bow that had swords on either end. It was terrible. I kind of dig it. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. But he had the mustard and mud, man. He had, the, he had like the old Padres jersey. <laughs> mustard and mud. That's two sports references for you, Menti. Well, I loved my throwbacks back in the day. Wow. Fe- features will remember that old young Menti loved his throwbacks. Yep. <laughs> Didn't know much about the sports teams, but loved throwbacks. <laughs> I had a bunch of Padres uh, really? throwbacks, yeah. Well, I grew up in San Diego. That's right, yeah. Anyway, going back to on point here. Uh, Rob Liefeld was tasked to redo a character that never really came back about from uh, Heroes Reborn, and it was Daredevil. So there was a it's a un, unreleased Daredevil artwork from Rob Liefeld where I, I don't even know how to take this artwork. Like Captain America looks cool. I think is that supposed to be Winter Soldier next to him? I think it's Nick Fury. Is that Nick Fury? Yeah. Yeah, that's Nick Fury. Absolutely that's Nick Fury. Uh but Daredevil looks like classic Daredevil to a degree. Looks like the the old yellow and red costume in the base. Maybe. We don't know what the color scheme is because it's just the ink. So there's no color to it, but he definitely has, as like Baby Huey mentioned, he has like the Wally West head, where his his hair, his his middle part hair is out. Yeah, so his <laughs> yeah. hair is showing, and I thought it was a mask, but Menti, Menti mentioned it looks like it's just a bandana. It's just a cloth wrapped around his face. Like he has no eye holes. Um, it it looks like it looks like original Daredevil, but mixed with like. I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, Iron Fist, you said earlier? Kind of Iron Fisty. That's weird. That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> well, especially when you, when you talk about the middle of the, middle of the uh, uh, picture. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't really want to go into that, baby Huey. <laughs> I didn't want to go into the-, the well, we don't have, Just look at the picture. For some reason, show Rob, post. I, I wasn't going to move on, but we're going to move on now. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about this, this Mephisto book that recently just came out, which is pretty interesting. First off, why are we getting a Mephisto book is a really bizarre question I in the first place. We were probably I, getting Mephisto was dead. I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I know Rob from Comics Explained says that a lot. I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Maybe a version of the Hulk who's kind of based on Mephisto. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what we're going to get. It not doesn't make get... sense to make, put Mephisto in the MCU. So first off, for anybody unaware, Mephisto is a version of the Hulk from uh, an alternate universe called uh, Future Imperfect, where Professor Hulk, so it was the, during the Professor Hulk era, uh, era, gets moved into the future where he meets this this warlord version of himself. It's a much wait, older Hulk with a beard, and he's bald, and it's weird. Wait a minute. It's awesome. Are you, are you trying to say Mephisto or the Maestro? Maestro, 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 my bad, my bad, okay. 100% my bad, Mephisto. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, definitely not Mephisto. Not, not the devil. Although, kind of. Although, <laughs> I mean, he's he's devilish. He's definitely like the he, he is the evil. Well, I don't want to even call him the most evil Hulk anymore, because with um, what's it called? Immortal Hulk? Hulk and the one below all. Mm. He's an he is an evil Hulk. He's a corrupted evil Hulk. But anyway, there's a lot of rumor that he might make his way into the MCU, especially with the She Hulk uh, show coming out, which would explain. Uh, why you would bring in this version of the Hulk because you already have Professor Hulk. You have him turn into this evil version. You have someone now for She-Hulk to fight. Now you've got your, you know, your See, normal right. supervillain dichotomy where you have the, the f- reverse Flash to Flash. You know it what I mean? Ri- it writes itself. A, a version. But they are giving him an origin, which is where this rumor of him showing up in the MCU comes from. Uh, his origin is pretty dope so far. I kind of dig it. We're only one uh, issue in, but... He essentially, spoiler alert for if you decide you want to read this, but <laughs> he, uh, he 
survives the apocalypse by being kidnapped. I guess kidnapped by Modoc. Yeah. Uh, Modoc, what does that stand for again? Yeah. Uh, Murder. Machine only killing designed. Word, yeah. Uh, something killing me. Sorry for whatever. It's a, he's, he kills people. It's his whole thing. <laughs> it's just a big giant head who shoots lasers, and his name's an acronym for killing people. That that's that. Uh, Modoc was a is a bigger villain back in the day. He's not that big of a villain anymore, but he is playing a major role in the new Avengers game. So I have a feeling you're going to see him more. Plus, he had that show on Hulu that never came out uh, that, <laughs> that uh, Patton Oswalt was doing. Oh, so yeah. there's obviously plans for Modok in the future because you see him being he's being thrown around a lot, but he's not actually the bad guy in this. So he he saves the Hulk from the apocalypse, and Hulk has this funny moment where he's like, "How did the Avengers not save this?" And then he's like, "Oh yeah, because they probably just didn't." <laughs> it's like this whole couple pages where he's just like, "Yeah, like bad stuff happens all the time, and the Avengers never stopped it." So like, they yeah. probably just didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Modoc means mental organism designed only for killing. There you go. And when they earlier when it was desi- uh, spelled the C, it was for computing. Computing, right? correct. Yeah. Hmm. So that's Modoc. So anyway, Modoc's really old. Everybody's dead, and um, Maestro is essentially. Well, like they, they say, like this war- this happened because of uh, nukes went off. How are the Avengers going to stop nukes from exploding? Well, and it was like <laughs> it was not anonymous, but it was hacker groups that. That yeah. They sent two nukes, one to the U.S., one to Russia, uh, and then made Russia think the U.S. bombed them and made the and U.S. think versa. Russia and vice versa. Right. Um, so, and then that just was a you know snowball effect. And they, they had Abomination himself, a bunch of the Hulk family all mm-hmm. caught because they wanted the Hulks to repopulate the world because they would be able to deal with that kind of radiation after the fallout. Um, but Hulk was like, you can't keep me. Locked away, nobody puts baby in a corner, and <laughs> jumps away, and that's it. That's the end of issue one. So we'll see where issue two goes. Issue two, I see he looks more like Maestro, where his hair's now. He, he looks like um, uh, World, not World's End, uh, the, uh, Hulk the End. There was a story called. Yeah, Hulk the End was great. So he looks more like that. Hulk the End is Hulk at the end of, like, the world is over, and it's just the Hulk, and it's poor Banner. He's this really old, decrepit man, but and every time he wants to die, Hulk won't let him. Yes. It's such a depressing but cool story. That, that Hulk, though, had a little more decay on his body, but yeah. just the, the hair that he has left kind of looks like that Hulk. Uh, but he's fighting big bugs, so we'll see where this goes. <laughs> That's that. Uh, after that, next bit of news is we have a new Iron Patriot. I'm not going to go into too much detail here because we're already 20 minutes in, uh, but uh, Sharon Carter, the love interest of uh, Captain, Captain America in the newer Captain America books, is donning the uh, Iron Patriot suit. Cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, it's Iron Patriot. <laughs> that mantle's been passed around so many times. Exactly. It's, 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 it's the, it's it's the like new the Nomad. Iron Ronin suit. Pretty much. It's, it's the yeah. patriotic Ronin. <laughs> Pretty it's much. the new Nomad. The new Nomad? There is never will be another Nomad. We don't want Nomad. We don't need Nomad. <laughs> Infinity War Nomad is the only acceptable version of Nomad. I do not want to see V-cut Captain America with a cape. Oh, yeah. Remember how bad Nomad's costume was? If anybody's unaware, there was a time where Captain America disavowed the United States, and he, he, he was a man without a country, and he went by Nomad. And oh, my God. And then when U.S. Agent came out, right? Yep. Yep. He was hideous. <laughs> First off, he, he looked like, like, a, like, a, he looked like a Riversdale dancer. <laughs> like Chippendales, more like. Did you say yeah. Riverdale? No, I meant Chippendales, but, you know, I'll go with Riverdale. <laughs> I, I could see it there. 
I'll go with and it wouldn't be like new Riverdale, like like the sexy CW show. It'd be like old Riverdale. The, the goofy <laughs> like, one. So if old Riverdale had a strip club, that's where he would be. Oh, man. <laughs> that's where you'd find Nomad. I'm, I'm very happy where this joke ended up because yes. it was butchered, but then fixed, and I'm happy. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> so let's talk about John Ridley. So John Ridley, you might remember we talked about last week from 12 Years a Slave, the screenwriter. Uh, and we said that he has this upcoming DC project and it's going to change things. And it very much could. And Baby Huey brought up a good point that it could be part of the 5G um, um, ended storyline. I guess like that's not going to happen at this point. Uh, well, we'll see. Who, who knows? We'll see. But there's a good chance. And John Ridley. <laughs> John Ridley gave a very specific percentage. What's that number? A 47% chance that Batman might be a person of color in this story. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see where John Ridley takes it. Like, if you were to tell me, I'm just going to throw him under the bus because we're already talking about him. If you were going to tell me Rob Liefeld was going to make a Batman book starring a person of color, I would go, no. <laughs> this, is, this is a terrible idea. Uh, I think this needs to be stopped immediately. But John Ridley, I mean, he's a hell of a writer. So let's see what he comes up with. It more than likely will be Luke Fox, which I don't like Luke Fox. Uh, <sighs> Luke Fox is Batwing, and he's the most un-Batman Batman character ever made. It's like if Iron Man mixed with Batman was a thing, the, the Dark Knight who hides in the shadows, all of a sudden this jet engine lands beside him like, you were still being stealthy? I like mean, go watch Batman Bad Blood. Any yes, less stealthy so. than, than Signal? Well, <laughs> Signal's at least not trying to be stealthy. Like, he's out and about in the real day. I, I would have been more excited if it was Duke who took over the mantle than it would be Luke Fox. Now, I get it because Lucius Fox, like, I get that it, it, there's more of a connection to the Batman mythos to do this. Um, and I'm excited to see what he comes up with. I just don't like that character very much. But at the same time, I didn't like Thor until... The Thor until the MCU. So I can be swayed. Sway me. Sway me, John Ridley. Sway me. Uh, all right, baby Huey, it's, it's Power Ranger time. What's going on with the Rangers? Go, right, go, Power so... Rangers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> go, so go, we we talked about Rangers. before about Lord Zed bringing back the Dark Rangers. Uh, so they, they uh, were the bug looking Space Rangers, right? The bug? They oh, look, they look very buggy. So the, the, new, the new ones are uh, Goldar, Reed. Um, uh, Squat Babu, oh, they all got transformed into his new Dark Rangers. Uh, so issue 51 for spoiler alert, spoiler alert, it tells us how that actually happened. Uh, Lord Zed had a, a green chaos crystal still hidden. The green chaos crystal is the crystal that took all of Tommy's green ranger power. Uh, so he had it hidden, uh, tricked the rangers into firing at it, which powered it up. And then he uses that crystal to uh, transform the guys into the new Dark Rangers. You know what's amazing about Lord Zed? As a child, he was terrifying. Yes. <laughs> absolutely terrifying. And then you listen to him again as an adult, and you're like, wow, I don't know why he was scary. <laughs> like, ah, Rangers. Ah. No, I know exactly why he was scary. A, he came on primetime when you first was introduced to him. So it was like 8 o'clock, and Power Rangers true. was coming on. And it was amazing. And he had, like, exposed brain and flesh with tubes of blood rushing through him. It was yeah, something his new. Design, his design is scarier than he actually is. Peter, yeah. do you remember what, what premiered before the Power Rangers uh, nighttime premiere? Uh, VR Troopers. No. Batman, Big, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Batman the Animated Series. Oh, shoot. That's right. Superhuman Samurai. We already said what it was. <laughs> I don't know any more of those. VR Troopers? I already said VR Troopers. Oh, okay. We are VR Troopers. 
<laughs> I might make that. That's going to be the, the thing. Superhuman Samurai. That's the thing we're going to hear in the beginning just because I want an excuse to put We Are VR in, the, in our theme song. We so, are VR. VR. Troopers. You've never, if, okay, way <laughs> off topic. Didn't but you, if you've didn't... never seen, if you're, if you're a YouTube person and you like JonTron, worth checking out. He's very funny. But he does a, a VR Trooper. I'll put it in the show post. Didn't it's one you... of the funniest things where he, re, he reviews the first episode of VR Troopers and it's amazing. All right. If you don't know what VR Troopers is, Google it. We don't have time. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Yeah. No, don't go watch it. You'll be really mad that you did. Wasn't, <laughs> it did, did wasn't, uh, J- wasn't Tommy supposed to be in VR Troopers too? Originally, but he was replaced. And actually, Baby Huey told me something interesting, that uh, VR Troopers is actually created from two separate Japanese shows. So you'll notice that the characters, some of the characters never actually meet. Like yeah, Ryan, Ryan, the main guy, he's from a different show. And then, was it Caitlin? Or who were the other two? It was Caitlin. The other two guys were from a different show. That's why they all look dramatically different. Like, two of them look like they belong together, and then the one dude who actually has, like, a human face. Yeah. You're like, wow, he, his design is dramatically different, but it makes sense now. That, that was back when, like, like, we do it with quantum now. We just throw the word quantum and everything. And virtual reality was the thing at the time, which made no sense. Like, now to the virtual world. <laughs> and then he would, like, bring the virtual troopers. And well, if they were virtual troopers, wouldn't they not exist? <laughs> Didn't the VR troopers and the Power Rangers team up at one point? No, they, they, he, they teamed up with... Um, Big Bad Beetleborg. No, they teamed up with Mask Rider. Which is... Looks wow. a lot like Big Bad Beetleborg. Kind of. There's no kind of. But it's from Common Com- Rider over in Japan. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on from there. This was a rabbit hole we do not have time for. <laughs> Mask Let's just Rider. go into some TV news. Uh, we're just going to talk about The Flash and Titans. So one first thing with The Flash is we got our trailer, our scissor reel for season seven. Uh, it's just the final two episodes that they didn't get to air yet due to COVID. They weren't able to finish them. So yeah, You know, you know, Mirror Masters, kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Like I'm, I'm invested. All right, I'm a, I'm a little upset to see you know Ralph did and he's gone. Yeah, but you know we'll deal. He, he, so if you're unaware, he made some offensive tweets back in the day, and they caught up to him, and he he got kicked off the show because CW is CW. They're Aww. gonna do what CW does. Uh, it's very similar to the James Gunn situation, but James Gunn's tweets were way worse. Um, but they also weren't as recent. So I think his re- his tweets were like four, three, four years ago, opposed wow. to the ten years for James Gunn. Mm-hmm. They were bad. They're sh- it's the same scenario. They're shock jock jokes. They're just really bad, tasteless jokes. Right. Um, but regardless, CW wasn't happening. It when all of a sudden those tweets resurfaced, and everyone's like, "Why do you have this dude on your show? We got to get him off there." So he got fired. And essentially, they're just going to write him out with the opportunity to come back. So what that'll probably mean is they'll, they'll change his face and say, like, you know how you can shapeshift? They'll just hire another actor and say it's him. Because yep. his wife is going to still be involved. Cancer cult, cancel culture is back at it again. Yep. And so we'll get a new Ralph at some point, but that's that. All right. So going into some DC fandom news, talking about what's happening with uh, Titan Season 3. First off, can we just say that Titan Season 2 was phenomenal up until the last two episodes, and then it was just such a heaping pile of garbage. It, it's, it's hard to be excited for a Season 3, and this is two seasons in a row where that final episode is just trash juice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so bad. It's so, they nev- they've never stuck a landing. <laughs> it's, no. It's so bad. Um, so I'm not as excited for Season 3 as I'd like to be, uh, but some cool things. Uh, we are getting Barbara Gordon. She's going to be a part of Titans, and I'm, it's Oracle Bo- Gordon, right? Uh, it's Commissioner Gordon. Ooh. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I'll take it. Because that's Batman Beyond. I'll take <laughs> it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? This Look, this show is already off the rails. <laughs> Like, this isn't Titans the way we know Titans, right off the bat. Like, wait till we get to the next bit of news. Yeah, I don't like this next bit of news either. Um, we're also getting Scarecrow. That's cool. So, I'm cool with that, Scarecrow being the villain. For who? For the Titans. Because this really? season is going to take place in Gotham. Well, and it, it's very Batman heavy because we're, getting, we're also getting the Red Hood. So Jason Todd will also be the main villain in this with Scarecrow, and Jason Todd becomes the Red Hood, wanting to hunt down the rest of the Titans. The downside is, is he didn't that, die. Yeah, he was supposed to. Well, we did technically vote on this. To for be the, fair, for the like second time, doesn't matter. We voted on it, and we voted not to kill him. Oh, you did? I did, I voted to kill him. People oh. voted not to kill him, but the the rest of the world voted not to kill him. The world so, sucks. They remember we talked about this on the show. They they offered it up the same way. Do you want to kill him? And people said no this time. So Clark Kent or Clark Kent, uh, Superboy, Con- Connell, Connor, Connor Kent, Connell, Con, L. So yeah, so we are getting Red Hood. I hate that kid who plays Jason Todd. I don't hate him. He's a good. He's a, he's a decent enough actor. But the kid, like his version of Jason Todd is perfect. Oh, does he make you hate him? Right, which is perfect, Ooh, buddy. <laughs> He is Jason Todd. He's really arrogant. If you haven't watched season two, man, he makes you hate him so much. Uh, he's he's the Joffrey of the Titans. Y- yeah. Yes, yes, he is. That is All it. right, let's move into some movie news. Uh, this will be pretty quick. First off, live action Static Shock film. Yes. I, I'll be fair. I didn't think they were going to do this, but with the milestone news, it makes a lot of sense. It's funny. Right before this was announced, right before DC Fandom, I was talking to somebody at work about... Uh, Static Shock and how powerful of a character that was. And then we were talking about how back in the day he was huge because of the cartoon, but all he's become is like a one-off character you found in um, Young Justice. Like he wasn't, he hasn't had like a mainstay or he hasn't really been a part of the conversation in a very long time. So we were talking about the idea of them doing a movie and I'm like, you know, they probably won't just because of Black Lightning and the, the popularity of that show and having two lightning-based characters, knowing how DC treats characters. Static electricity. <laughs> so sure. Still <laughs> sh- shoots electricity, both of them. <laughs> no, one's so two lightning. electric characters? <laughs> Better? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I love the... So the, when they announced the, the, the biggest bit of news, and maybe we'll just talk about that right now, the Flash news is by far the biggest news at uh, DC fandom. The Flash news um, was overshadowed by everything, but the fact that DC is truly, truly embracing the concept of the multiverse is going to be their thing that, that separates them from Marvel. Thank you, CW. Yes, 100%. Thank you, <laughs> CW. 100%. They even said that they're not ruling out the idea of another crossover between the DCEU and um, the Arrowverse. See, what, what I'm hoping is, remember, the rumor was that they were going to use the footage from the crossover with Ezra Miller. In his movie. So I'm hoping is, because they unveiled his new costume, or at least the concept art of his new costume, I'm hoping that he gets the idea from the crossover. Except for it's, they also announced that it's designed and built by Bruce Wayne. But I like, well, the, well, I mean, I like, like what you're thinking. Well, I'm like, all right, he goes to Bruce Wayne, hey, I sold us other Flash, he had a cool costume, and then Bruce helps design it. Well, and then when we see the actual concept art of this, it is 100% Michael Keaton behind him. Oh, God, yes. 100% Michael Keaton. And we know that we have Ben Affleck Batman joining the, uh, the fray as well. So now we've got Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. We've got two Batman in this movie. 
No, you have so, Batfleck I mean, and one Batman. What was that? You have Batfleck and one Batman. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly, though, uh, on social media, people have been like, excited that Batfleck is back. Because he was the best part of Batman v Superman. <laughs> he was. And he was. Joss Whedon made him a bad Batman in the Justice League movie because they made him jokey. I liked him, so I'm... Oh, they, no. Yes. No. Well, yep, something's bleeding. Oh, he is big. Well, I did not like you. It's just the most non-Batman shit no. I have ever heard uttered. That wasn't his fault. That was Joss Whedon's fault. Right. I get you. Doesn't change the fact that that was Batman who said it. Stupid. Let's Dumb. Wait to the Slender Cut. Done. Yeah, we'll talk about that Friday. Come back for Friday and we'll talk about the Slender Cut. But um, this is, it's huge news because it now ties in everything DC has ever done under one umbrella and they now have free reign to do whatever they want. They even flat out talked about how... Uh, the CW hasn't been allowed to use characters because the movies had plans. And they were like, how stupid was it that we wouldn't allow a character on Arrow because we might use them in a movie four years from now? Yeah, dumb. So they flat out said that about themselves in the the uh, in the fandom. Yeah. So it was very cool how they recognized their mistakes and how what plans they have is at least from uh, TV and film, how to fix it. I dig it. I'm pretty excited for it, especially the fact that uh, Grant Gustin is rumored to make a cameo, plus we've got the two Batman, and it now folds everything together in one one way that we can now... Mer like, for example, Robert Pattinson's Batman could now do a crossover with uh, Flashpoint Batman if they wanted to. Because mm -hmm. it's all connected now. So the, it's just really cool what we could do with this. So I'm very excited to see the future of that. Wait, it's still Marvel's tagline. Uh, Marvel, <laughs> Marvel was slow to the punch, man. Marvel could Marvel could have done this. Marvel had the you know they had the the mul the multiverse of madness, but now nope, they waited, they waited too long, and now this is going to be the thing that puts them puts DC on par with Marvel. Well, at least let's. Well, with, with Agents of Shield, it was, it was supposed to be all connected, and then they just kind of stopped, thanks to Perlmutter. No, Perlmutter. We don't yeah. need to, we don't need to nope. invoke that name. It's Voldemort nope. on this show. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, quick bits of news. We've got uh, Long Halloween has confirmed to be a two-part animated series. Really dope um, Riddler comic, which I think has a lot to do with our uh, Matt Reeves Batman movie coming out. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of visual similarities between uh, Long Halloween, so it makes sense that this is what they're doing with the Matt Reeves Batman movie on its way, so be on the lookout for that. It's a two-parter. Also, the Man of Tomorrow animated movie is going to kick off its own uh Animated universe, the new animated universe. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I don't dig the art style, but they really wanted to. They they think it has a futuristic yet classic look. It's bright and bold. Sure, it is. I mean, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and then Shazam has an official title. Shazam Two is going to be Shazam: Fury of the Gods, starring who? Baby Huey. Sinbad. Why is that a big deal? Because Sinbad appeared in a movie that he never actually appeared in. Well, he didn't. He didn't appear. Wait, what? How did you word, try he, that again? He appeared in a movie that he actually didn't appear in. Okay. What? Hold, all right. <laughs> what is it called? The Mandalaya effect? The Mandalian effect? The Mandalay? Ma Mandela. Mandela. The Mandalore effect. <laughs> the Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian effect. <laughs> the Mandalorian effect <laughs> is when is is when you make a really good show <laughs> off a guy who had five lines in the original trilogy. <laughs> Anyway, so we, the, everyone Man, always thought Mandela, there was the, the, Mandela, the Mandela effect. Mandela effect. There That's we go. Right. Mandela. It's when you actually think you remember something that actually didn't happen. Right. The Bernstein Bears. Right. The Bernstein, Bernstein Bears. Bears. Correct. Uh, people think that uh, Sinbad appeared in a movie called Shazam, like in the 90s. Never actually happened. 
and there's like artwork supposedly that he never actually was in. I personally, I remember a Shazam movie, but I remember Kazam. Kazam, yes. We shouldn't remember Kazam, but we do. Dude, Kazam <laughs> had the best rap scene in the world. Wow. <laughs> when, when, he, when, when they when they wish for junk's food to fall from the sky. Yes. <laughs> I'll put that in the show post as well because why not? Hey, it's better. It's better than steel. You know what? Shout out to Shaq. It's got to be Twism for life. <laughs> All right. So finishing this up, oh. uh, we got to talk about the uh, the video game news. Uh, we got to talk about uh, Kill the Justice League, and we got to talk about Gotham Knights. So first off, Kill the Justice League. First off, it is in line with the Arkham games. Same universe. It is the same universe as the Arkham games, and it was a phenomenal trailer. As you would say, super dope. Super duper dope. I'll give it a duper. Duper duper. It's a duper dope. <laughs> this, that might be the name of this issue. Duper dope. Duper dope. Duper dope. Duper dope. Do good old duper dope. So yeah, it starts off with Harley Quinn on a rooftop with um, Deadshot, and King Shark, and Boomerang, uh, Captain Boomerang, and they're talking about who their next target is, and then an evil Superman comes around and burns a pilot. Like, he explodes his head. He like incinerates a dude, <laughs> and then they realize that who their target is is Superman. So it is a four-player co-op game that can be played single-player. Looks amazing. Yeah, looks incredible. I and the now except for there is no Batman in the game, which is kind of a shame. Well, if you played the Arkham games, you know at the spoiler alert at the end of the Arkham games, uh, he supposedly died. Supposedly, there was supposedly. Never, there was never a body, so that means he's going to show up in this game. Watch, yeah, of that'll be the last level. Is you got to fight Batman? Watch, probably. Or Batman put the hit out on the rest of the Justice League. Ooh, um, all right. And then after that, we have Gotham Knights, which does not take place, although made by uh, Rockstar, right? No, isn't it made by the same people? I don't believe so. Is it not? It looks very, very. It looks a lot like a Rockstar game. It's a uh, Warner Brothers Montreal makes. Uh... Well, Gotham Knights looks very much like the Arkham games, but it is not connected to the Arkham games whatsoever. So, yeah, Warner Brothers Montreal, who made Arkham Origins. Mm, okay, that would explain why it looks like it. Gotcha. So, but in this game, Batman is dead, and you play one of four characters. It's a two-player co-op game where you play is either Robin, and it's is it is it. Uh, do we know if it's Tim Drake or is it um, Damian Wayne? Uh, they don't. They didn't specify. It kind of looks like a merger of both, honestly. I'm going to go with Damien. So we're going to say Damien until we get better, just because I would rather it be Damien than, <laughs> than Tim. Uh, then we got Nightwing, Red Hood, and Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Mm -hmm. Looks really cool. Uh, and it is, uh, the, the trailer opens up with Barbara Gordon and Robin fighting uh, Mr. Freeze, and it just the gameplay looks very cool. So excited for that. I think the Court of Owls are main villains in this. Uh, yes. Which, yeah. which I'm thinking... It, again with uh, Batman Bad Blood, if you ever seen that movie, I'm thinking it's gonna take a similar approach to that because be cool if Wonder Woman's like a, a Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> Batwoman is DLC. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, because they're saying Bat Batman's dead. Batman died in Bad Blood. Supposedly he reappeared under control with the with the with Talon and all that. So I'm thinking very similar to that. But yeah, Talon is actually Bruce Wayne. So I'm thinking that's kind of cool. I like that. I like that. If you don't know who the Court of Owls are, that is the secret group of Gotham from the New 52, I believe. Yes. Uh, where they didn't realize that Batman was flabbergasted that he didn't know that they existed and they've always existed throughout Gotham's history and they swayed the way Gotham went. Well, not a little they bit swayed it more than Roz did. So, yeah, cool new villains. Scott Snyder villains, right? Yes. Yep. So on that note, 
Mency, do that thing. All right, cool. I'm going to do that thing. You can find the show. Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome <laughs> to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Once again, I'm Menti. Oh, hold up. Oh, hold up. Hold up. If you enjoyed the show, we appreciate the support. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. It's a big deal. I have to stop the whole show to make sure we go through that. Do it. I cannot stress to you how important that is. Do it. So we appreciate you. Um, uh, Dollar Bin Bandit, I saw your review on iTunes. I appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate you. Uh, okay, once again, I'm Menti. And I'm Features. And I'm Huey. I've had a lot of coffee for 9.57 at night, so I'm, here's to not sleeping. All right, deuces. Deuces. Excelsior.